What's up, everybody? My name is Lee. Some of you guys might know me as Intuition, and you are tuned in to Kinda Neat. Thank you guys, as always, for tuning in. First things first, follow me on Twitter at It's Intuition. Follow my man behind the boards making the shit sound buttery at I Am Database, based with two S's. Follow us as a unit at That's Kinda Neat. Facebook.com slash Kinda Neat and YouTube.com slash That's Kinda Neat. Download that podcast app. Subscribe to Kinda Neat, leave a comment, leave a five-star rating, all that good stuff. It's so helpful. Kindaneat.net, where everything's wrapped up as a pretty package. If you're not following us by now, you're probably not ever going to. And for that, I say, that's okay, but also fuck you. Today, we had on the Sesh Hollow Water Boys, which is Xavier Wolf, Bones, Chris Travis, Eddie Baker. This is my first time ever interviewing four people at the same time, and it was very stressful. We only had three mics for the five of us, and my headphones didn't work, so I have no idea how the audio quality sounds. I'm hoping that it's up to snuff. Ben's going to have a hard time doing surgery, I'm sure, but I know that he will pull through and make it something. I want to preface it by saying, if you're tuning in to hear the Sesh Hollow Water Boys interview because you are a big fan of theirs, I'm going to say up front, I can already tell you two things. One... You're going to be disappointed by my lack of knowledge of them because most of the people who I have on here, I only have a surface level knowledge of their music. I try to find out about their lives while I do the interview. I don't come in prepared and I don't come in with like a lot of research done. So I knew next to nothing about these dudes except that they have a very rabid fan base and that they put on really tight shows and that I just think their whole aesthetic video wise and and just just their movement is fucking dope to me. And so... That is my number one preface. Uh, And my number two is, if you're a big fan of theirs, you're going to think that I'm a fucking douchebag, and that's fine, because I'm used to hearing that, and I'm perfectly okay with that. That being said, I try to do my best to pull a little bit of information out of all four of these dudes. It's hard to juggle an interview that way. And actually then, you know, Elliot, their manager, jumps in for a while too, so really I'm juggling five people in an interview, and um, let's just fucking see Larry King try to do that shit. But... It was dope, man. These guys, I saw them at Low End the other week, and I'd been hearing about their shows, and then I saw one, and I went, holy shit. Like, the movement is, like, so real. The kids are so rabid, and their fans are, are – they treat their fans with so much respect, and I have to respect people that are able to do that, uh, and so it's very refreshing to see. That being said, I have a show coming up at the Lyric Theater on October 25th. It's this Saturday. So if you're listening to this part, buy a ticket online. Go to lyrictheaterla.com and uh, buy some tickets. They're 10 bucks. You get to see me and Mark, and you see Johnny Polygon. You see Caleb Stone, and you see our very special opening guest who was a former episode of kind of neat so that will be dope also big breakthrough in alzheimer's research this week that i just read about where they were able to recreate human brain cells with alzheimer's in a petri dish and so now they're going to be able to recreate like these brain cells that have alzheimer's and try to do you know run tests and experiments or test drugs on these rather than just i feel like formerly they'd been doing it in mice and and i read that like the dna of mice and humans wasn't close enough to where they were able to get any like meaningful test results as far as drug experiments so this is a huge breakthrough and the reason that i bring that up is because i am doing the alzheimer's uh, association's walk to end alzheimer's on november 2nd and i would love it if you guys would visit the link in a video on youtube.com slash that's kind of neat there's a video with links provided to where you can donate some of your hard-earned money for a cause that means so much to my family and me and um i hope that you guys will partake in that so yeah i don't know i'm gonna listen to this at the same time you guys are listening to it for the first time and see how it was trying to juggle four people in an interview I'm exhausted from doing it. It was very tiring, but uh, I like these guys, and I like their vibe. I like their aesthetic, and I th- it's not even I think. It's I'm absolutely positive that huge things are going to happen to these dudes, and you guys are going to be hearing about it. If it's your first time hearing about them through this podcast, congrats. If you're a fan here listening to them and want to learn more, hopefully you learn a little bit. With that being said, let's get into my conversation with Bones, Eddie Baker, Chris Travis, and Xavier Wolf, the Sesh Hollow Water Boys. Here it is. Everyone introduce yourselves first so that those of us listening at home can decipher whose voice from who. Let's go from right to left. This is my voice. 
Um, if you are wondering whose voice it is, just know it's mine. <laughs> We're going to go to the... That was Bones, and next to Bones we have... Eddie Baker. Eddie Baker. Topping <laughs> 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 peas profusely, that's so all right. <laughs> Who do we got next to Eddie Baker? Chris Travis, bro. Water Chris Boys. Travis. Waterboys ENT. Yes. And you are? Oh, oh, oh. I'm Xavier Wolf. Hollow Squad. Xavier Wolf. And together you guys are Team Sesh, correct? At the performing powerhouse, we're Sesh Hollow Water Boys. Sesh Hollow Water Boys. But so. due to like some copyright shit, yeah. like we have to change our shit to like Goo Goo Dolls yeah. because Goo Goo Dolls isn't like doing some shit anymore. Exactly. So like similar to the Washington Redskins, we're touring under uh, yeah. So you guys like are the Goo Goo Dolls from now on. We tour under Goo Goo Dolls. <laughs> okay, so you guys can follow, find them on Twitter as Goo Goo Dolls. Tweet at no, them. No, at Goo Goo Dolls official too, because obviously official was just taken. Yeah, Goo Goo Dolls too. Goo Goo Dolls too. Wonderful. How did you guys meet? I'm gonna t- I'm gonna preface this by saying first and foremost. I am not prepared for this motherfucker. Like, I don't do any research, and also, I usually only do one person at a time during the interviews, so this is a very intimidating interview for me already, very because rare. there's four of you guys. It's very rare, very based. Uh, we're going to keep it plur, of course. I'm trying to sound as young as I possibly can. Uh, but also, maybe your fans that are tuning in will be like, yo, why is he asking these basic-ass questions? But I go under the assumption that when I do these, that people have not heard of of, of the people I'm interviewing yet. You know what I'm saying? So we're going to just start from the beginning. So, first and foremost, how did you guys all meet each other? Is it a long story? Uh, Not really. really it's t- but it all internet. goes back, hey, one place? What? Minnesota. <laughs> hey, <exactly. laughs> think, of, hey, think about it. Minnesota. Though. Minnesota. 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 But internet when, cafe when, when in he Minnesota. He was doing, when he was, because <laughs> <laughs> I used to live near him. Like, yeah. in my neighborhood, when yeah. I lived in Michigan, but I moved to Minnesota for, like, two years, and, like, I met him, and, like, we just started fucking around, and, like, garage. making music, and then he said that he, like, met Xavier online or something, yeah. like, through Beats, because Xavier used to make Beats under, like, um, DJ Quicksand, <laughs> wasn't that it? Was that it, though? Yeah, it was. Yeah. It. Okay. That was his old uh, beat name, and then he just, he was neighbors with him, and then just, you know, two neighbors, you know, we all got together yeah. when we were, like, 13, start hanging out. When so you were like, 13? Yeah, so like seven years ago. Get the fuck out. Wait, if, but you're you're older than these guys, right? Yeah. So, so you're like the, the you're OG. like the big homie? I'm like 30, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like 30, yeah. Oh, let's take like 30 instead of just 30. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> let me get this straight. <laughs> I said I'm like 30. Bones, you're living in Michigan, and you meet Eddie, who's living in Minnesota, f- online, right? You know Xavier because he's making beats as DJ Quicksand. Is that what you said? We met each other on the internet, man. On yeah. the internet? Yeah, and then we uh, fucking met up out here in Cali. Yeah. And, you know what I'm saying? We, and then we, we just started doing shit. They're from Memphis. Yeah, yeah me and Chris Memphis, from Memphis, Tennessee. Tennessee. So you and Chris are from Memphis. Did you guys know each other growing up? Yeah, I've been knowing yeah, this yeah, nigga since middle school. Yeah. Since middle school? Yeah, yeah. What, what kind of school? What, what, what was Memphis like? Uh, Terrible. Mm-hmm. Why, why terrible? Because I mean, it's 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 all right, good but bad. like yeah, it's good and bad. If it's you ain't rough. from there, then you, you ain't gonna you, yeah, you ain't gonna adapt to the shit. Yeah. But like, if you from there, then you know it's just the way it is. Where to go? What to do? I knew yeah, it was ghetto after do. I saw hustle and flow. <laughs> but so see, when you say ghetto, is, it, is it a pretty heavily segregated city or what? No, no, everybody's straight. I mean, you know what I'm saying. You got the rich people that live in the suburbs and shit, then you go to the city. Yeah, it's it's mostly, got, yeah, the middle class and mostly, shit. Yeah, it's mostly Asian, yeah, right? Yeah, but mostly it's <laughs> mostly black people in the city, though. Like. Yeah, 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 it's, yeah, yeah. We got some yeah. Asians too. What was you guys' schools like? I mean, fun. What, yeah. Memphis yeah. education, how is it? City schools uh, yeah, was more yeah, live yeah, than public yeah, city schools. City schools was live as fuck, but they both was crunk. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, like both. it was just fun. What'd you guys folks do? Folks? Yeah, your your parents. Oh, my mom, she worked at the airport. What'd your dads do? Pops, nah, that nigga smoke weed. <laughs> really? Man, I don't know what else. That nigga smoke weed, drive around. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to dive right into like, was your dad around? Right? <laughs> 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 my dad was a barber. He's a barber. Oh, my dad is he a barber. Yeah. My barber yeah. was a barber. Yeah. My dad was a barber. He cut my hair. Used to. Yeah. When you guys met, were you making music together from a young age? Since you've known each other uh, since Memphis in middle school? No, uh, we, nah, we were smoking. Yeah, we were smoking we and skating smoke, and shit. Yeah. 
Smoking and skating. Yeah. Oh, there's a big skate culture that out there or what? Nah, not really. Not but really, it's, yeah. it's it's straight it's though. Grown. It's bigger than it was when we yeah. was in middle oh, school. Oh no shit. It's That's tight. Yeah. You guys bounced around a bit. Your brother was telling me bones like you guys are from all over or what? How long were you in Michigan? For like seven years. Yeah. Or like eight years. Was that where you would call home or where would you call home? Yeah, I mean, I just yeah, I spent more of my life there than yeah. anywhere. What did you do in Michigan to stay busy? Um, Nothing really, honestly, nothing. Nothing. Mm-mm. I mean, what grew up, grew up in front of the TV? Mm-mm. <laughs> no, like um, like just um, doing dumb stuff. It's like dumb shit. That's all. Yeah. Troubled youth. Where are you from, Eddie? You from Minnesota? Ontario, California. You're from Ontario. Yeah. Ontario, oh, Canada. Oh no shit. So uh, you didn't have to move far to come up here to L.A. then? No, all my family, like my mom and my dad from L.A. Yeah. So, yeah, so yeah, I'm, yeah. I was always out here. Yeah, so you're a product of the, you're a fucking 80s, 90s baby. 90s baby. 90s baby. Yeah, for sure. Li- out here through the Rarely. riots and all that shit. Yep. Yeah. Think my auntie stole a TV to, uh, during the riots. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Still got that two TV. My mom was all like, I had to get you out. I was like, I would have got Sega all that shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Where You went to school in Ontario? Uh, I, I Actually, I went to school in Ontario like... For military school, and then... Military school? Yeah, and I just went to a bunch of different schools. Wait, how old are you in military school? Like, is that your junior high, high school, or what? Fifth to sixth. Really? Why? You get in trouble as a kid? You just bad? I feel like all of you guys are just bad. Just bad. Yeah. Trouble youth, like you said. <clears throat> yeah, trouble youth. I wouldn't even say trouble youth. Everybody though, bad. You're just bad. Everybody is bad. I agree with that. We're yeah, all of at you... At some point. Yeah. Did all of you guys grow up on rap music, or do any of you have like surprising like, oh no, I was like into fucking some other shit. Rock and rap. Yeah, rock and rap. Rock and rap. Yeah. That's, that's oh, this the perfect shit. ingredients uh, to make what the fuck. I like Kid. Uh, like, that's why I like like some of his like rock shit because it's like it remind me like Blink One Eight Two and Kid Rock. Oh shit. I fuck with Bobby Womack and shit too. Yeah, uh, I fuck with yeah. blues, old school blues, yeah, bro. You know what I'm saying bro. rock, rap, blues. Y'all miss yeah. anything? Y'all fuck with like the jazz and blues and shit like that. Yeah, uh, Memphis has yeah, a big yeah, blues scene. Yeah, 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 Memphis got a good rock scene. Where's John Coltrane from? I don't know. Who is that? Let's Google that. John Coltrane. I sound like an idiot. I don't even know. Yeah, I don't know where he's from. Who's John Coltrane? He's a jazz oh. player. Right? <laughs> oh, no, I, I ain't gonna lie. Oh, he's, 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 he's over here. He's like, yeah, no, we ain't got no culture out here. No, we ain't got no culture out here. So I know that a lot of you guys have just like a very storied history within the last few years of like the internet rap shit. So I, I kind of want to break everything down just so I can understand it more. Because for full disclosure, I've been hearing the names forever. I mean, I've been hearing... Like, Xavier used to go by Ethelwolf, yeah, or Ethelwolf or Ethelwolf, forgive me. Both, just however people felt like pronouncing it. Uh, so I've been hearing your name with, like, Raider Clan shit for, like, three, four years now. Bones uh, I've been hearing about for a couple of years. <laughs> maybe, maybe, like, maybe like man, two years. Two years? My <laughs> yeah, bad, wow. Really? Yeah. I, th- I feel like 20, well, yeah, like, probably 2012, you're right, about you're right. Two, yeah. I was only with them niggas for, like, a year, a year and a half. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. Well, so, yeah, break that down to me because I don't really know the story. I know that. It's broken down. What's that? It's broken down. It's broken down. It's too. It's been spoken on too much. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's just Hollow Squad. Hollow Squad all day. All right. Cool. I went to you guys' low end theory show uh, a few weeks ago, and that was when I when I was like I had been seeing it online, and then when I saw it in person, it's like a whole different feeling, and it's very much more real. You guys' following is like super heavy. Uh, how long ago did that start with you? Like, when did the squad come together as to what it is right now? Like last year. I mean, everybody really already had their fan, you know what I'm saying, fan base and shit. You know what I'm saying? He had his shit, I had my shit, you know what I'm saying? They had that shit, you know what I'm saying? Everybody was working, we just came together. When we came together, we just joined all the shit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, The fans clash, they get cool with each other because they feel like, oh, you listen to the same shit. Yeah. You listen to this nigga, I listen to this nigga, then, you know, it go like that. And like uh, so, that like, we clicked up heavy like last summer. Last summer, yeah. That, that's and was it all out in LA? LA show. Yeah, yeah, out here yeah, in LA. Yeah. Then yeah. we did the first LA show, and the first LA show turned out good. When was the, the first fuck? LA show? Last summer. Last summer. Yeah. You guys doing warehouse shows or what? That was a warehouse yeah, show. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And then after that, it just mm-hmm. kept getting bigger. Every LA show. It's bigger than the last one. How did you guys figure out how to throw LA, uh, like warehouse shows? Because I feel like that's a very niche thing that people do here, and it's not popular in a lot of places. Oh no, it's just we just do whatever. Simple. That just it's just it's just yeah. easy. Yeah, well, it's just it's just simple. Get a warehouse, throw a party. Yeah, 
Like, well, how did you go about finding like you know the sp- sound systems? Hills hooked it, it up. Hell does all that. He because we he hit the, the first tour. We did like a first tour before like it was just us four with like a bunch of other dudes. Yeah, and he set up all that shit. You know what I'm saying? So when we did like the second time with just us four, he like I mean he got L basically fucking. Did all that shit, you know? Yeah. What yeah. He's, he's, he's definitely so when you guys are talking to, about L, that is your brother who is sitting on the floor next to us. And I spoke to him at Lowen for about a half an hour. He's telling me like he's paying, basically like putting you guys like through a fucking rap business boot camp. Exactly. Yeah. So tell me about that. Like, what's happening in your in your lives right now? Well, Eddie gets woken up at seven. Cigarette ashes. He's got to go outside and raise the flag. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he just put us on that fucking light. No, it's just all at the right time. Yeah. Like Elliot, uh, Xavier being like the hardest fucking rapper. Like kidding, like Chris being the hardest rapper. All these guys like just making the hardest fucking yeah. music. Yeah, and Elliot. Always being good with like talking to people and shit. Like he, he can do, he can do. He does his thing, and I, we everybody does their thing, and it all works. Yeah, it right, right. All those parts. Yeah. Right. So when you guys clicked up last summer and decided to make it like an official, uh, you know, membership, a collective. There you go. Like uh, whatever, what, like whatever you guys want to refer to it as a click. I Niggas. guess. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> How did it initially come together? Were you making videos for people, and you just realized like, oh, I, like oh, I vibe good with these guys, or or was it like I mean, everybody's I mutual fans it's of on, each other? Cause we, cause like the video shit, that was just like just work shit. But like we were just all cool. Like when we were shooting a video, we were just chill as fuck. Talking. They don't get along with people. Yeah. Yeah. They don't get along with chilling. other people. I'll nope. say that. Nope. Nope. So Elliot's saying that they don't get along with anybody else, but no. So when they connected with each other personally yeah. and the fact they fuck with each other musically it made sense yeah 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 they started hitting us up and wanted to see all them so as a fan you'd want to hear all your four favorite artists out right together. right so you guys share like a collective kind of lonerism uh, of sorts like where maybe the fact that you guys don't like anybody else makes you like each other a little bit more well I, honestly i don't even know if there should even be a sentence or anything to describe it because it's just like people fall into pockets together at certain points in life just like you and him yeah yeah like how why how'd you guys meet oh it's a long story i mean like, we uh, actually are we're actually half brothers okay okay get that uh, no, yeah, shit, yeah, I get like, it. Like, it's shit it's just, just works out. Yeah. And sometimes you just meet the people that you're supposed to team up with. Hell yeah. And yeah, I, so it was kismet. It was fate. I think even calling it fate's even ridiculous. I think even calling it anything is weird. I think just it just happens. It just happened. Because, like, Cause I, can't, like it, I can't say, like, one day we was like, oh, well, let's just team up and fucking make yeah. it. It's just, like, niggas smoke together and fucking yeah. kick it and party. And, yeah, it just fell, fell into the puzzle. Naturally. Yeah. So how long was it after you guys started doing shows together that you guys like moved in and started like really doing this twenty four hours a day, working on stuff all the time? It's been like two years straight. Since every day working every day. on music, bro. Since some way. Every fucking day. Yeah. Every day. Smoking and music. Yeah. Oh, yeah. In Bones case, we, we were living in LA house for like every year. Yeah. Yeah, how does that work? Elliot's out here. You have you have like a normal job and shit. And how did you have room for everybody at the crib? Uh, we squishing that motherfucker. We weren't even squished though. Like we we, we was actually pretty yeah. straight. Like we, everyone was cool. With, like yeah. I saw the big picture. And I saw Shout out to Elliot's and, wife though too. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Because she's the one that tolerated us, you know? us for like yep. a year and a half. She, she, saw, she understood what I was, you know. And she mm. and all the guys are like they're my, you know, they're like my family now. Yeah. Okay, so you know they. You know, we're there with my daughter. Like, it's it's a whole thing. So it's not weird. Everyone pitches in at the house and shit like that. Yeah. But everyone yeah. was productive. Yep. They had to come out from Memphis. Everything could get done here a lot easier. You know what I mean? And they're motivated when they're together a lot more. Yeah. Yeah, yeah like, wasn't no chilling shit. Like, we wasn't just chilling at the crib. Yeah, like, we was chilling, but like, working and work. chilling. Like, niggas was making music every day. Yeah, how do, so that's that, and that's the thing. Like, when you guys start moving in there, does he sit down with you and have a meeting? And it's like, look... In order for this to happen, <laughs> everybody has to be working or what? No, no. Just, no. everybody just, just understand. Everybody 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 just Xavier has put out three three tapes like this that. year. Something like that. Yeah. Werewolf, How many Chibi tapes have you got, Chris? I think I put out like uh, probably like, about three or four. Yeah, four, three or four, four tapes. Think, yeah. What about you, Eddie? Four tapes. Four tapes. Bones. 
Like five. Five six. tapes? I don't know. Yeah. So full transparency, I'm most familiar with your output. I know a lot of your songs are like kind of like shorter. They're like punk rock f- format almost, like a minute or two long sometimes. Yeah. 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 It, are all of you guys shit like that? Or do yeah, you? sometimes we do that. Yeah. No, but that's the thing. Like I get fucking... I'm not even trying to be like, oh, like I'm cool because I don't care. But it's like they, I, I'm, I get late. Like they can go. Yeah, they can go forever. Chris, like kill Chris it. both of them. No, he, but I'm just saying the them two. Yeah, you could put on a fucking like I'm just saying they've killed five minute songs, six minute songs. Yeah, but just going. Yeah, just sure. going. Yeah, sometimes but like all of us, yeah, or we'll do like little short one two minute song. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like it don't matter. It just depends on on what on what's just what call for on the beat. Yeah. And then um, when we record, most of us, we don't really do hooks most of the time. Sometimes we hear a beat and we start at the beginning and go straight through to a finish. You know what I'm saying? And just, that's yeah, just it's definitely it. not like the verse, yeah, not chorus, verse, bridge hook. shit. Yeah, we don't do that shit. We just either straight through or sometimes we'll put a hook in there, but we don't call it a hook. We just put something in there. You know, we don't we don't call shit hooks and all that shit. We just yeah. put whatever we do in the shit. Whatever, whatever you're yeah. feeling at that moment. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, when I watched you guys' show, it seemed like there was a lot of, like, chance that the audience knew and shit like that. But yeah. that's the funny thing. It's yeah. like, there's really probably only, like, five songs out of all of us in two hours that actually repeat a line twice. Right. Because it's like, people chant the actual, just the live lyrics with no repeating. Uh-huh. Like, even the ones that are only said once. Yeah. It's really cool. It's awesome. So when you guys were all solo acts before kind of becoming Voltron, were things working out solo for you? Like, you know, like when there was a Xavier Wolf show, would it be like, you know, like were 400 kids showing up? Like what was happening? Were were people coming and knowing the words? I mean, back then, yeah, it was, was, I still had fans, but but now it's like, of course it's bigger with all of us. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And then like I've... I've only done a few shows by myself, but like I've I've done most of my shows with one of them or all of them. Yeah, yeah. Because you guys were saying the the first like big show in LA was like last summer. Were there were there moments before that where you guys had your first like oh shit moments where you're like oh this is like starting to work before that happened? No, I yeah. mean kind of. We all like, had we, like cool rap career. We wasn't like popular. Yeah, like, but like it, 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 we never. Saying, it, it's cool. like for some reason we never just. Had that moment, like you might see in the movies, where they be like, "Oh my God, this is really happening." We just, yeah. we just see little shit and we just go to the next shit, keep right. it going. You know what I'm saying? Because exactly. you can't That's just stop on that working. one We're shit. We're starting to feel like that now. Yeah, it's not even, like nothing like big no more. Like for all of 20k followers, 30k he got, like that shit. It ain't, it ain't never enough. That shit don't mean shit. You just keep, you gotta keep all the numbers on YouTube and shit. Like SoundCloud plays, you just want more. You know yeah. what I'm saying? They gotta keep going. Yeah. So it ain't. Mm-hmm. It just ain't no is. stop nope. Do all of you guys make beats too? I, I yeah, I make beat. Chris, Chris make makes beats. beats. Uh, I'm finna, I'm finna make. Beats. <laughs> You're about to start gotta, making beats. Yeah, I just gotta get my time straight. You make beats? No. So how do you guys, with as much music as you're making, how do you go about finding your beats? Producers online. I uh, like. Like, is it just? Inboxes just getting filled daily with kids that just are fucking. I'll be fuck finding producers that yeah, yeah that, that 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 we're based shit. or we'll find them on SoundCloud. <clears throat> so you're like SoundCloud surfing a lot of times. I just like if I hear them with an artist I like or some shit. You know, what I'm saying I'll reach out on Twitter or some shit. Yeah, yeah. They're right. at the yeah. point where they all get reached out to. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah the, the producers hit us up and then they'll send us beats and then like we like them, we use them. When you kill beats, they gonna sing. Yeah, you they beats. sing. Like, right. Shit. Like, it's not hard when you when you got you know what I'm saying like your fan base and shit. Producers send you beats, so yeah. What are you guys going to do when it gets to that point where... I always worry, like, when you're getting random beats from kids in a fucking email, you know what I mean? Like, what happens when one of those songs, like, hits, and then the producer's like, oh, uh, yeah, it's pay up or something, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. That's the underground. Yeah, that's the underground. Artists, listen, rappers or singers or whatever can't be bitches, and, like, producers can't be bitches, because there's two flaws, like, because artists need the beats, and what do beats, like, everybody needs credit, you know? Yeah, But, like, producers... All those drum kits, rarely do people like make their own noises, but those sounds aren't some of those producer sounds right. exactly. used yeah. in the first place. Those are from FL Studio. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Those kids, actually aren't those yeah. sounds, so how can you sell that? Right. But then those guys get mad at rappers for trying to like do. I understand that everybody needs um, respect and people listening to their music. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Of course. It's just funny because, yeah. We get in the credit, fuck you, think I have it. Yeah. How did you get into video making? You were telling me before we started that like everybody here edits now, yeah? 
I don't edit. You don't edit. Hey, what do you do? No, I'm just fucking with you. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So what do you <laughs> Drink beer, smoke Drink beer. Chill it out, Chat. I live in downtown. So when did you start shooting video? Um, like shooting like for fun or shooting like a sure shooting for fun like learning uh, the process did like you take five. classes or anything no 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 like five or, or six when I you're five know. just little shit yeah, like yeah obviously with the camcorder yeah yeah and then yeah and then so when do you start teaching yourself to edit when I was like ten that early yeah wow <laughs> for what just for like were, were you doing it just uh, on your own time because it's Michigan and there's nothing, nothing to, to do, do. Yeah. He was like six foot when he was 10, though. He was like uh, six foot four now. So he was like a big motherfucker. Big motherfucker. Mother leave the house. <laughs> oh, that was like Jack. They didn't want me to leave the house. So, <laughs> so your, dad's a, your dad's a photographer. Is that like how he kept a roof over you guys' head? Was professional photographer? Yeah, and, and website What's, designing. What sort of stuff did he shoot? Um, He didn't really have a really type. He did a lot of old sports ads, but yeah. he does like lifestyle stuff too I don't know just anthrax, a lot of pictures rock and roll yeah Blue Oyster oh he shot for Anthrax and Blue Oyster Cole Elliot's saying uh, that's tight so, you, so you're seeing a bunch of camera equipment around the house as a kid yeah of course and you, you yeah, start yeah. tinkering with it yeah that's interesting my, my best friend is a professional photographer and he has three kids and like yeah. now they're you know six oh, and yeah, ten they're, and they're starting to pick it up and tinkering you they're know what I mean amazing. Like, yeah yeah the six-year-old's Instagram is already cracking. It's crazy. I already know. Yeah. That shit's wild, man. <laughs> it's about to be a whole different ballgame in the next generation. A, lo- a lot of diseases and shit are going to be solved and shit. Yeah, I believe that. A lot of shit's so going to be cured. So what did you start editing on? Just a computer? Like there's a computer sitting around the house? You had some editing software? Yeah. Uh, it's fucking probably iMovie. Yeah. Or no, Windows Movie Maker. And then like fucking Sony <laughs> Vegas. And then iMovie for like eight years. And then fucking Final Cut, and then After Effects, and just little shit. I mean, you're only 20, right? You're, you're like a youngster. So what age did you start rapping, would you say? Like wanting to put out music? Like, hey, maybe sure. I can do Sure. Well, or like even before that, are there any like rap things that you can think of that you were doing that were a precursor to what you're like foreshadowing what you're doing I mean, now? I was making rap songs. Yeah. At what age? 13, 13. Yeah. And even before that, probably memorizing shit and being yeah, able to recite it. Yeah, not actually recording, though. Yeah. I couldn't get the hang of that until R- I was like 13 or 14. Right, right. And so like what... What programs did you first start recording on? GarageBand. GarageBand. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You still have uh, you still have the old stuff laying around or what? Yeah. How's it sound? Oh, it's great. Yeah? <laughs> no, of course it's not. Terrible. <laughs> it's fucking terrible. It's, yeah. it's great though. Yeah. Because yeah. it's, it's terrible. It's amazing. It's better than my new shit. <laughs> Seriously. Nice. Um, so when did you shoot your first music video? 14. At 14? Yeah. And what was it like? I was at the skate park with my friends. Yeah. This is in my shitty basement. That's pretty much it. Just terrible shit. Yeah. Yeah, my life's pretty much been nothing really too, uh, like, mentionable up until about, like, a couple weeks ago. A couple weeks <laughs> yeah, ago? Yeah, like, very recent. I'm catching you right at the right time that it was a couple weeks ago. No. Per- this is my first day out of the womb, you know. <laughs> it's really good. Yeah. When do you start shooting the VHS shit that you're so known for now? Kind of recently, when I was like 16, it's like four years. Yeah. Four years ago. Yeah. When I started putting it out. Well, that's forever ago in the internet days. Like a, yeah, for sure. That's, that's OG shit. Yeah, that's 10 years know, on the internet. Was there a conscientious, or was there a moment where you're like, oh shit, like this look fits my sound? No, because people thought it sucked. Really? Yeah. 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 People thought that shit sucked for a while. Whenever something's different, it's kind of like people backlash. Oh, and instantly. it was like a shitty camera, so you know kids are going to be like, Get a new camera or something like that. Something right, funny. right. It's pretty terrible, though, that whole camera thing. It's really made me not like filming, and that's, like, my favorite thing to do. So people just suck the fun love out of everything. Yeah. Yeah. Would you ever shoot with, a, like, a DSLR or you VHS for life or no, what? No, yeah, of course. I love shooting with all sorts of things, like, just old camera, three CCDs, like, HDs. Like, I love just all cameras. Yeah. Yeah. So you're editing, and then everybody moves into the house. And how do you learn to edit? How do you guys start learning to edit? I've been editing. Yeah. You've been editing before that, too? When did you yeah. start editing? Like three years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Did you get your hands on just some bootleg software or something? Or, like, did somebody teach you? Nah, oh, no. Nah, I just got... What you started on? I, I, got, I started on iMovie and Final Cut. I started on Windows. On Windows? To that iMovie shit. Yeah. Yeah. What were you? Are you guys trying to do music videos as well? Is that what you started editing for? Yeah, I did. Yeah, I did, I did all my all my music videos. I did. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. 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 His shit too. He be doing his shit. We we all did our shit just from the M. You know what I'm saying? Ain't no video. This nigga used to hold. This nigga used to hold the there. camera. Like yeah, some of my this shit, man. Hey, bro. Yeah, some yeah. some of my like like older videos. This nigga, we it's just me and him. He'll hold the camera. 
while we go out and you know what I'm saying shoot the shit and then I yeah. cut it up at the house or like for his videos I hold the camera for him and do you know what I'm saying just right. shoot the shit right you know what I'm saying then we just do it like that cause you know I, cause I, they're in a bunch of fucking film crews yeah, in Memphis and all. shit so you guys yeah. just had to make it happen yeah. we just did yeah. this shit it was yeah. easy yeah. yeah and then uh like what happens when you guys start putting your music videos online was there good response from the jump or what like did videos start getting views early kind of um, yeah, it was, it was all right. It wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't just you know what I'm saying. As much as we making now, but you know what I'm saying. We, we just kept we, going. Yeah, it was just kept just on keep going. Keep doing you know? it, and then we just put shit gonna get. You shit. know what I'm saying. Shit, everything gonna get old. You know what I'm saying. That's when that niggas gonna go. Like, that's when niggas gonna go to. You know what I'm saying. I always wanted that shit. Like so, these views at first. Huh? I always wanted that too. Did y'all just like start off with views at first? Nah, nah. I, mean, really. I had to build my shit from the ground up. I had to build it up, bro. Yeah. So yeah, the the first shit that you put out is probably like a fart in the wind, and then after a few more, pardon my analogy, still, still fart in the wind. Nah, I mean you guys, you guys' views are pretty up though now. Yeah, like. but I, but I, I personally, I still haven't went like hard as fuck on yeah. anything. I haven't made a to me, I ain't made a hard song yet. I ain't put out a a dope video yeah, yet yeah, I ain't did shit yet done, yeah. you know what I'm saying that's how I feel I'm just like shit so that's all to say like you just feel like you're never satisfied yep yeah that's well, how all of us is because bro we we, every project we get tired a of a new song we did next day yeah. you know what I'm saying we'll do the song finish it mix it up and it next day we'll be like alright next that shit ain't even yep that's just how we yeah. do it yeah. Well, I always say like, uh, and I, I have done a lot of these podcasts and I'd probably have said this on like 80% of them, but it's like, I feel like if you're not satisfied with your creative output, that's just a sign that you're constantly growing. You know what I mean? So it's like, uh, if you don't feel like what you just made is good enough, then that means tomorrow you're going to grow into something a little better. And so, you know, it's refreshing to hear that. If you got- you're, yeah. If you're satisfied with kind of, damn, it'd kind of be hard to find some really like bad thing, but if you're satisfied with anything, you suck. If you're satisfied, you're kind of complacent, right? Being satisfied, whatever is that is, whatever, whatever being satisfied means, I know it brings it. It's an umbrella term that just has so many other things along with it. That means so much fucked up shit. If you're like satisfied with, yeah, because that shit. means that you're satisfied. You don't want to do because you're like, all right, exactly. it's good. Yeah. Saying something's good kind of sucks. The people who get satisfied with they are music, oh yeah, they're not like that, they, they don't do shit no more. You know what I'm saying? They yeah. don't have. They brain can't hit their creative side no more. And I don't want this shit to happen. Nobody should be satisfied, bro. Yep. We ain't done shit yet. We ain't done shit. I feel like I ain't did a show yet. I ain't did nothing. Yeah. It's just, it feel feel like the first day to me. Every day. Same when I used to wake up, roll a blunt, (laughs) and hop on the computer. Mm -hmm. Every damn day. Wake up, roll Same. a bunch, and that's all I wanted to do. I look forward to doing that, to doing that shit every day. That's all I did. I worked at FedEx back in the day, but like, what, yeah, once I, I started getting hit, FedEx Kinkos, bro. See, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Everybody, I'll never go back. I won't either. Yeah. I quit my shit once the music started getting straight. I said, "Fuck FedEx." Yeah, and I still was waking up, smoking, doing music. But I'm still not. I, I want to get as fired up as I was back then. Well, what do you feel is the end goal? If you're not satisfied and you feel like uh, this is the beginning, what's what's the end game? Uh, I don't know. I eventually want to. Uh, do I don't think I should tell. I ain't gonna tell. There's no end game. Work it till I'm always over. Thirty thousand hundred million. You hear me? Bands, nigga. Bands. Got moolah and money. Bricks. Cause you know, money. Money. You get rich as fuck, you still gonna work like a motherfucker. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you, you still, still want more money. Like, look at Barry, man. He's still Barry, man. I'm gonna be like a fucking R&B singer. But I'm gonna give a lot of money to the children at work, around the world. Yeah, nobody knows anything. I'm gonna invest in some shit. No, I'm not saying he's gonna not invest. I'm sure you will invest. I know you will. But like, that's like asking kids like what they want to be. No, absolutely. Because totally. Yeah, well, and that's the crazy thing is like I have to keep reminding myself like, oh wait, yeah, like you guys are a bunch of like young fucking. Oh kids. no, no, not even like no, no, that. No. But I'm just saying like no, that's real, two though. years could change a lot. When I was when I back when I was your age, I had no idea what the end game was when I was 20. But also things weren't cracking for me when I was 20 like they are for you guys. You know what I mean? Like shit is very much happening in your world right now, and that's a that's got to be a strange feeling. I'm 30, He's young, bro. Quit saying this yeah, is not 30, You're bro. 29. You're nah, 29. I'm so excited about being 30. I know. Nah, bro, we yeah. all... He, he the oldest. 
Yeah. Out of us four. Yeah. But he ain't shit but 23. You are, yo, you're 23? Yeah. yeah. You lying. I, I, I really <laughs> believe that you were 30. Because <laughs> he looks like beard, you know what I'm yeah. saying? It's that maturity. Yeah. Plus the deep Once you said you were 29, I was about to give you a pep talk like, hey, man, don't worry about it. When you turn 30, actually, things are good. When I turned 30, I was like, oh, man, these young hoes ain't going to mess with me no more. But when I turned 30, and now you tell a 21-year-old, like, oh, I'm 30, they look at you like, oh, can you be my daddy? And, what? Uh, and also, like, oh, you must have your shit together and have good credit. And I'm like, yeah, all of those things are true, girl. What's if really I was in my apartment until I was 30, she's going to be like, what the fuck? She's going to fucking trip out. Like, you ain't shit, nigga. I'm 30. I'm bad. Get your money out. Yeah. So you guys, uh, I don't know, man. Like, I'm still just fucking blown away and like kind of, um, living vicariously through that low end show that I saw the other day. Like, I want to go to one of your warehouse shows now because yeah, the energy was so palpable there. Like, low end is not a place that's really known for like palpable energy that way. But you guys had, obviously, the line was all the way around the fucking block. Not everybody who wanted to get in could get in. And once they were in, by the time you guys took the stage, it was like goddamn Beatlemania or something. Like, you know. Shout out to our fans, too. That's yeah. Like you guys' yeah, fan base was amazing, but also it feels very familial uh, in that I could tell that all of them had been to shows before. You guys probably recognize a lot of their faces. I saw one kid come up to Elliot, and this is a really fucking cool maneuver. One kid came up to Elliot and said, hey, I drove from San Diego, and I couldn't get in tonight. And uh, Elliot said, you know what? Tweet at me. I'm going to get you some gear. I'll get you a shirt or something for free because I, I feel bad that you didn't get in. So... Where do you guys, I mean, is it just instinctual to be able to deal with fans on that level to where you make them feel as though they are a part of your team? They are. I they mean, are. yeah, absolutely. And they that's correct. They are. But like, but what, what, but here's the what's thing. the difference between like a fan and like a friend that likes your music? Exactly. That's how I feel yeah. like it is. And I completely agree with that. And you're preaching to the choir in that sense. But at the same time, you guys have to know as many rappers as I know that don't act that way. Hell yeah. We but like, with all those rappers <laughs> suck. They dude. suck. That's why these rappers ain't shit these niggas don't know what they're doing people that support your music the reason why i think our people are like supporters come back because it's like one thing i noticed like we get down and mosh with our fans and shit like that like when i go to other shows and shit you can't touch artists yeah you know they play like, like the avril lavigne like 20 feet away shit. And yeah and that bro, shit like yeah that shit i've, I've shook in the same fan uh, i don't like to call them fans i call them supporters whatever yeah. but like i was like performing i've shook in the same nigga hand like 30 times just because <laughs> yeah, you know what i'm saying you know how they just keep putting out there like, yeah. ah, like they just did I, I just do it every time you know what I'm saying? Do meet and greets at our shows. You know like, what they try, like, what do we do meet and greets? We take pictures with everybody. Yeah, yeah buy the ticket. That's enough for you know, yeah, yeah, San Diego. They tried to make us do like a shit. meet and greet. Yeah. Like some kid did through a show. Like didn't tell us and was like charging kids to meet, like us. to pay more yeah, to meet yeah, us. We yeah. smoking weed outside, chilling yeah. with everybody. Yeah. Chill with everybody. They're looking at we like, chill with yeah, the support. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. we don't do that shit. We just yeah. like chilling with everybody. We chill for free, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like them niggas tripping. That shit was gay. A meeting terrible. That shit weak as fuck. I agree completely with that. I don't know, like, I know that we don't know each other at all, none of us. We've met, like, very briefly uh, at parties and such. But what I was going to say is, like, I I've been doing this for a long time, and I'm just now kind of, like, figuring out what you guys seem to have inherently figured out, that it is kind of a family, and, like, getting kids to your shows and being a part of that with them is very important. And it's funny because, like, as now that I'm, like, an older dude that does this and throws shows, I feel like part of my responsibility is to like look a parent in the eye and be like yo your fucking kid is safe at my show and shit you know what I mean and they're gonna come home cool it was yeah. funny we had one girl in Houston that went missing from the show no shit and, but no she didn't With even go but look, oh, <laughs> but look cause she didn't even go missing that's the whole thing like this bitch just been fucking with some nigga yeah. some <laughs> older nigga you know what I'm saying it was all the news and we were thinking like we don't have no, no creeps at our shows yeah like, like we don't got creep niggas at our shows and shit turns out she just she was just she was just trying to get some meat you know what I mean? Yeah. Like she just she's just doing her thing. Yeah. You know, hey, she he's a yeah, day, yeah. Hey, this nigga stinks. Shit crazy. Next nah. subject, please. Yeah. Hey, nah, but we did have a little we did have a, a, a little a little guy in our in our DC we show. We had a little man. guy. What? Remember that, oh, remember that, that little, little guy? The little boy. He was at our DC show. Yeah, the little boy. Yes, the the little boy that asked me for some backwoods. Oh my fuck! What happened? He was just he was just cool as fuck. I was like, how old are you? He's like, I'm 13. Oh shit! You gonna smoke weed? Kids smoke out of backwoods. Yeah, and he smoked backwoods. So I was like, well, we need that sponsorship backwoods. That's so funny. Yeah, on Twitter. So, what's a day to day like at the compound now that you guys just moved into your own crib? Yeah, and how is that? Uh, Wake up, smoke what? Play video games, play video games, play PlayStation, make music, ship out. 
and do the oh, same shit. Yeah. Make get dope anybody, shit for- does anybody have weird roommate quirks? Because I know moving in with best friends can be fucking tough dude, sometimes. We don't, we don't we all have, alone. Dude, I got a best. I got a good roommate <laughs> quirk. What's your? What is um, it? Uh, well, his name is Dave. The oh, quirk is named Dave. Dave. Yeah, fuck Dave. Fuck Dave. Um, he works from like uh, like eleven in the morning to like one at night yeah. or like one in the morning. So yeah. it's like thirteen hours, like unheard of, right? Yeah. But he gets off at like eight and stays there for four hours, like by choice. Yeah. So it's hilarious. It's like I live alone. Yeah. You know, and he's paying like a thousand. So it's great. Shout out Dave for paying a thousand. Shout out to Dave for being the roommate that's never there. That's perfect. That's perfect. Yeah, we got to get him to grill. Yeah. Real soon. Yeah. Yeah. No, I was thinking about that. We, you guys do it. He, you know, know he's gonna fuck grill. something up. He's, he's, he get, uh, I was gonna think but about he's a grilling. Fucking I, was gonna gonna grill. I, I, I could grill yeah. though. Yeah. I, I was no, Eddie. Remember, hey, remember when we did grill though? At your yeah, house, but we had this barbecue at his house one time. Yeah, yeah, it was like that. Was like that. Was like that. Yeah, I see my whip right. Uh, I mean, if I had to pick, if I had to pick one of you guys to grill for me, I'm thinking that Eddie is gonna be the best. You know he gonna, he look like he could cook. I'm the healthy boy. You, you know, know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, like, this nigga ate an undone hot dog after the Juicy J show the other day, bro. Oh, for real, bro. bro that hoe was on the grill for five seconds, bro. She threw it on there, and took it off, and sold it to his ass. Do the bacon wrap hot dog. I think she knows. He ate all that, bro. Bro, even Chili told his ass. Anyway. Dude, like, hey, I told you. If Chili tells you something, dude, like, Chili is telling you something's a ruse. He's so ugly. Yeah, nigga, I remember that shit. Yeah, shit you whatever, fuck. girl. Man, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Don't quote me. Yeah. That is too funny. Damn. <laughs> Tell me stories about you guys' tour. Oh, that's oh, without without dry snitching, tell me some fun shit that happened on your warehouse tour that you guys put together. Warehouse tour? It wasn't even a warehouse no, tour. It was like a regular like tour. It was like a regular tour. Yeah. I, we didn't even do no warehouse. Big dog tour. shit. Regular tour. He's a big, big dog, dog shit. You know what I'm saying? Pissing with the big boys. Just us. You know what I'm saying? Me, Els, Bones, Chris, and Eddie. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So the So the five of you go out. Big screen. Yeah. Yeah. We had the big ass Sprinter van with the Xbox in it and shit and the seats. What was the livest city? Oh, dude. Iowa because uh, Des Moines, Iowa. Des Moines, I got, Iowa. I, got, I was gonna say I got bed bugs. <laughs> you got yeah. bed bugs in Des Moines. I got bad bed bugs. Yeah, we didn't have a show in Des Moines. We slept there. Yeah, <laughs> and I, so I got bed bugs. Yeah, I got a fucking bloody nose. Eddie, that shit was crazy. Who got a bloody nose? I got no. My nose started bleeding. I don't know why. Yeah, it was probably just because. Yeah, it was like humid in the air. Me and Zay went crazy. We almost killed each other. Yeah, what was the city that? On the tour, when you guys went out, what was the city that surprised you the most draw-wise? North Carolina. North Carolina? That shit was crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But every city was yeah. crazy. Because the first tour we went on, it was like with 14 motherfuckers. In oh, a van. yeah. In a van. Not like a fucking fresh-ass Mercedes van. Yeah. It was like a fucking... It was a fucking like, like church van. Like one Skateboard van. Yeah. 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 It was a bunch of us. It was cool, but it was like... We, we just... It was, it was just... It was different because there was so many personalities on tour and shit right. like that. And then we had even a hotel and shit. Like, we had to sleep with a lot of motherfuckers. Niggas was fighting for beds floor. and shit. Uh-huh. Fuck that, though. It was this everything. One, this, one was this one was This one was easy beautiful. breezy. Yeah, yeah. It was so good. It was, I was full the whole tour. I had to shit. Anything we every city. We every city went to shit. That shit was every city. But we ate so good. Niggas shit every I would hope that you shit every city. I'm saying I had to shit like hours. I had to shit because I was so full from food. What? We ate good. We ate good. Red Lobster was a fucking like every other yeah, niggas dude, always trying to get Red Lobster red shout lobster. out to Cheddar Bay Biscuits yeah, yeah. Yes, I want something dude. right hey, you don't want to know the ingredients in those dude. I'm sure I don't uh, so wait I, I feel like I probably I feel like I kind of know what the answer is going to be but if you guys went on a tour a year before last and it was 14 people how does that whittle down to the core of you guys was it just uh, you, you just noticed other people not pulling weight or, or not working as hard no it's just like it's just like if it's just like school stuff though yeah. Like if you put 20 kids To pick partners or something. <laughs> yeah. I don't know yeah. just, But it's it like, like We, a dodgeball team. we all fuck with each other We kids don't like mesh we just They obviously just kind of separate all of us yeah. just, just, Really I, really, It was like Really a lot of them guys Like Elliot put that tour together You know what I'm saying He gave yeah. a lot of people Opportunity uh-huh. like Put both the tours together Yeah exactly Like he, 
he gave them that opportunity, like all of us, you feel me, to get on tour and shit. Like yeah. That. But then it was just after, like, we fucked with each other because when the tour was done, everybody went back home. You know, me and Bones lived in Cali. These niggas always in Cali. So it was like, we just fucked with each other. So that's how it was. Like, it wasn't like, no, like, oh, just fuck nobody. It was just like, we just. No, yeah, it wasn't like, like that. We just, it was like people just we, had the whole thing wait. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We just stood Big up. Bold, like, we stood up and we flexed yeah. up. Yeah. Combination of a lot. Heavy. Yeah. Yeah. He said we flexed yeah. up. Heavy. I mean, it's well, all we here, do. so Elliot, here's a question for you. Uh, on that first tour that you organized and you got a gang of motherfuckers with you, uh, was it a thing where you could see these four working the hardest out of them and you knew that... Uh, did, did you kind of have a, a, an innate sense that this was going to be what ended up happening? So all four of them... I mean, look, I, I knew, with all due respect to everyone else that was on the tour, I saw all of them becoming... I see them being the big, some of the biggest artists that are around. I see them all being stars in their own right. And yeah, that's so, the part when, if you were on the tour and you're you listening, they're going, that's the part And the thing is, is that they all have their own move. thing going, right? And they personally, it, you can't deny that it's a big thing to personally fuck with each other when you're out there. You're in cramped space. You don't want to be out with someone for a month and not like them. And if you don't really care for their music and they're not pulling that much weight, it just so happens that the four guys that are bringing the most people, that have got the buzz and they got the juice, they all get along together. Yeah. And that's the truth of it. I gave everyone an opportunity. I will continue to do that. But it's a business. So you have to treat it as such. And it just so happens that everyone got close and it, we just, they're the we ones. We did our work. We did what the fuck we were supposed to do and we got the fuck up. I just want to say, Elliot saved me from the trap, too. I was fucking in Atlanta. Right? Uh, I got to put this out there. This is my uh, story. Look at Elliot saved me. You know what I'm saying? Please do. After our first tour, I had moved to Atlanta to my friends sell drugs and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? And Elliot, like, he told me, come back, do your music come shit. Down. You know what I'm saying? I gotta get and he really pushed me, like, to get back on my rap shit heavy this year. That's, that's why I really started, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, doing my I rap shit. I kind of never tell when you're fucking with me. That's anymore. real shit. Nah. Okay, real shit. real shit. Motherfuckers don't know. Hey, wait, Eddie. So, how did you know, or how do you know people in Atlanta that? How'd you come out? My best friends out there. Oh, okay. My, so free, you just like, yo, yeah, we're getting money out here. Come through. Exactly. Like yeah. some shit like that. And I just went on some like, because I was I was staying with these niggas like for a long. Yeah. Even after the tour, I was still staying with these with Elliot and Bones and shit at their house. Like, yeah. And I just went one day and left and shit. And I just was in Atlanta and shit like on some random shit. Right. But, like he told me to come back. He, he got called me you back and, and said, hey. He said turn up and then yeah. you know, all these niggas. Actually, all these niggas was always yeah. yeah we shit. called them and gave them hell. But like yeah, they gave me hell all the time. But I came back and that's when I turned up on my music shit like this year. Do you? have a background in managing before this at all no i just sort of yeah i learn as i go just the same way that they do it's you like, should have seen like, him I like a year to... ago this nigga like this nigga is a fucking suit now it's like entourage yeah. if you watch entourage and watch eric he's like look i can't do what they do and so i try to help in whatever way i can like i i, ca I care about them as my family and i and i'm a fan of all of their music so it's like if i try to figure out a way to get their music out there i believe in them and i think that they could be the best so it's like now that that's what we're doing, we're putting them out on tour. And I can't do what they do. Elliot's at home looking in the mirror, like rapping these songs. <laughs> right now he's like, I can't do it. He's can't like, fuck this it. shit. Now, he got tape on the logo. We're putting together. Uh, now they're all doing their own thing. They're all living out in LA. All of them, other than Eddie being 30, all of them got their own place. Everyone's, everyone's doing their own thing, and we're doing it independently. We have a lot of people that have contacted us, but as of right now, we want to keep it, keep it independent. And. We got a lot of things coming up. Now it's gotten so big that we can't do warehouse shows in L.A. anymore. So now the next show is probably going to be first couple days in December at the House of Blues on Sunset. We'll announce that soon, but that'll be, that'll be yeah, the biggest thing. Like, Rest in peace, shit. though, to that. That's sad, though. Who? That's sad we can't do warehouses anymore. Yeah, bro, we can't do that's warehouses sad. no more, bro. That's kind of crazy. Yeah. We cracked it up. We killed it, bro. That's crazy. Yeah, that's a big we thing. We were, uh, we were actually doing a warehouse show next to the last one you guys threw that got shut down, I think. Is it like horrible. the end of the yeah, warehouse you era? You, were, you, were, you guys were happy about we were, our Well, I mean, we weren't happy, but w once you guys' party got shut down, we were next door, and like all of a sudden, an influx of like 300 kids came over to our party. So it was like, oh, shit, turn up. So here's the thing, Elliot. Talking to you at low end for like the half hour that we talked, you reminded me of all the other really great managers that I've talked to throughout the past few years where it's like there's this common theme of, of – um, you know, I saw, I recognized so-and-so's talent, but I could see that they were kind of squandering it or like, you know, not doing all that they could do. And I told them like, look, we're going to coop up and fucking go through like a boot camp type thing. Like, where did you come up with that idea? Or is it just, is it just like a natural idea? I don't understand. It wasn't that. It was like, look, if, if, if me having a house and having the resources can help them in any way and be out there, they wanted to be out in LA. So 
we gave them a spot to be out there. No one has to tell them to be motivated. Like Eddie said, like if each of them are out working on something, they all are going to, they're competitive amongst each other in a great way. Right. So it's like, they all want to see each other succeed, but they're all competitive with each other. So if, if Xavier's recording in the garage or whatever, then Chris is going to start to write and all of them are going to start to do that thing. It was nothing decided. Nothing was ever said. We didn't sit down and say, okay, this is what we're going to do. We just sort of set out and was like, this is what it is. I have a place. It made sense. Everyone came through and now did our thing. Got yeah, in there. We had the resources. Got, got in Why there. not? Yeah, we got in there and did what we had to do, juiced up. Now we all out, got on shit, and we still putting stuff out. And we just accelerate. If you were going to give an elevator pitch, each of you guys, of like what your music is, can we do that or is that a fucking stupid ass generic question? I feel like a lot of the people that listen. No, to, I know what you're saying. A though. lot of the people that listen to my podcast in particular, I don't. I don't know that they're going to be that familiar. I don't know if our fan base has crossed paths that way. But I think you guys' movement is so valid that I wanted to have you on and try to introduce the the people that listen to this to you guys. And so. Just kind of explain, like, wh- like what each of you guys feel your music is about. My shit, I feel it's uh, you'll hate it. It's dark. No, no, not even because of the dark. No, I don't think they'll hate it because like it's, it's dark, just, but like, I'm I saying the impression that it. I've gotten of your music is it's dark. I mean, uh, I don't know. If anybody hears this and decides to check it out yeah. and they do hate it, I told you so. <laughs> like, I, I, you can't be mad because I'm saying it. Yeah. Who who are your? I mean, this is such a fucking generic yeah, question, influences. but yeah, I, and I hate asking that question, but I have a feeling that like you probably grew up listening to a lot of Bone, maybe, and a lot of um, Three Six Mafia. Honestly, um, I like Three Six Mafia and Bone Thugs, but I wasn't really like a big like fan, even yeah. like that. Like I, um, I don't know, just like a lot of shit, like a lot of metal, a lot of jazz, what kind of metal bands were you into? Fucking, like fucking like. The ones that have the covers of like people dying and shit, <laughs> all like the really shitty, immature. I would say though, for fans of Bone or fans of Three Six, they'll fuck with it. Eddie, what's your music all about? Real nigga shit. <laughs> I just I put my genre Whoa, real nigga shit. I've never heard, dude. What'd you say? Real nigga shit. I've never heard that. <laughs> That's my genre right there. You Damn. Know <laughs> That is real. <laughs> so I never heard that shit, boy. Yeah. That's I awesome. just talk about my life. <laughs> shit. And shit I like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I just talk about it. It's such a rapper, rapper ass. You know? I, I, I just talk about, you know what I'm saying? bars. I just try to, try to, you know what I'm saying, make sure, catch my swag on the track. You know what I'm saying? Catch yeah, my swag on the track. Definitely catch his swag on the yeah, track. I don't, I don't know, like, I... Like I said, I just kind of start going hard with music. I, I'm really like kind of finding myself. You're music. finding your voice, though. exactly. You're I mean, I know dude. my voice, but it's like yeah. it's just fucking. I don't know. Like I said, I just be real nigga shit. That's what. I, that's what. I, that's what I, I classify as real nigga. Shit. I feel you, P. You know what I'm saying, yeah. Mm-hmm. What did you guys grow up on in Memphis? Like, the, are your influences clear through your music? Uh, sometimes, sometimes, yeah. sometimes it's weird because I'm influenced by a lot of stuff, a lot of different shit. When I was growing up, a lot of weird shit. You know what I'm saying? That I just accepted it just because that was the type of kid I was. Yeah. And shit, I don't know, bro. My shit is just. Exactly. Y'all got to go listen to it, bro. I'm crazy as hell. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So one minute I'll be cool, next minute I'll That's snap. exactly. That's your I'll shit. Crazy you as hell. I don't know. My yeah. shit retarded. That's exactly. Cool. I'm crazy I'll as hell. I'll be cool, That's then I'll snatch, snatch you up. That's it. Crazy as hell. Hey, everybody think I'm an angry ass person all the time. Truth is, I am not. I'm really happy all the time. Yeah. He's so scary. No, you do have an angry looking face. I mean, this is a. This is me uh, on a personal tale on Friday. On Friday, I seen you at the Juicy J thing that I was working at, right? And I came up and I was like, hey, you're Xavier, right? And, you, and you're like, yeah. And I said, oh, man, I've been talking to Elliot. I, I think I'm going to have you guys on my podcast on Monday. And you went from, like, angry, serious face to, like, very bright smile, welcoming, like, oh, hey, yeah, like, handshake. Yeah, yeah, and it was like, all of a sudden, hey, look, we were like, we old homies. Yeah, yeah. So it was a very, it was still, very, it was very well still and thug, surprising. Because, yeah. Still cut it, nigga. Still get the katana. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a knock-a-song. I'll go zero to hundred. Yeah, yeah. Chris, what's up with your shit? You, I feel like you're the quiet one. You're just, my you're very shit, laid bro. back. Yeah, my shit is just my music, bro. Just, yeah, <laughs> I just say whatever on my mind. You know what I'm saying? Whatever I say, you know what I'm saying? I say it, bro. It's my shit. Yeah, I ain't trying to be nobody. I ain't trying to be influenced by nobody. But you know what I'm saying? Everybody get influenced. Yeah, by Yeah, absolutely. Something. You know what I'm saying? So. 
It's just that's that's what it is. I like yeah. Cameron. That's like my favorite rapper. Yo, Cameron's one of my top five. He's like too, an man. asshole on the track. That's why I like. Hey, Purple Haze really changed best, my life. Best one. Yeah. But I like cutting actually I like Come Home with Me better. That's yeah, it. yeah, his yeah. first one's the best one to me. I don't really it's like his one. music. But I don't know those. I songs. like the one where he's what is he? See? Doesn't there a thing of him spitting on a little girl? Oh, Killer Season. Oh yeah, that's pretty funny. Spit a loogie in it. That's funny as shit. <laughs> I feel like you get, you should do a video where you make Eddie recreate the cover of Confessions of Fire. Uh, is that the Usher album? No, I was just gonna say that. It's, it's the one. It's the Part one two. where Cam- Cameron's in like a, a no shirt oh. with fire with fireman pants and with suspenders white, on and like the white fire holding pants. a sledgehammer. It's like very suspect. Damn, uh, but hilarious. Cameron, might do the pink fur. Oh, let's wrap it up. This was a goddamn mess. I'm not going to lie. If you guys are listening, I don't know how the audio is going to be, but I had a good time talking to you guys. You guys are entertaining characters. And I can tell that the rapport that you guys have with each other is something that's very refreshing, and I can understand why you guys like being around each other because just hearing you talk amongst yourselves and laugh amongst yourselves is, is something that, like, it, it, like, I could feel like you guys are very close friends, and that's tight. And uh, it shows through when you guys do shows together, and I'm excited to come to one of your official shows and not just a low-end show. So... Uh, before we get out of here, tell the people where they can find all of you online. Start it off, Xavier. Uh, you can find me on Twitter. This Twitter at? At uh, Twitter, Xavier Wolf. Xavier Wolf, it's X-A-V-E, or V-I-E-R-W-U-L-F? Yeah, and the same thing on, on SoundCloud, Xavier Wolf. SoundCloud, Instagram. Instagram. You're Wolf. branded, bro. You're I'm branded up. up. Then the hollowsquad.com. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Come through. You know hollowsquad.com. Hollow the hollowsquad.com. And then you guys also have like a, the, do you guys have a, um, Sesh Hollow Water Boys Twitter as well? No, no? that's just a, a one I fan. Okay. Oh, oh, it's like a fan. That's just yeah, he had all the promo. Yeah. Shot the homies yeah. into. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's hey, you know you're doing it when you just got fan Twitter. Yeah, yeah. no, he just he just hooked it up. Uh, Chris, where can the people find you online? At Kenshin Travis, K E N S H I N T R A V I S. That's on every social. SoundCloud, yeah, Twitter, inside. Instagram, yeah. everything. Yeah, all this. Yeah, I ain't never tried. There you go, Eddie. Eddie Baker uh, on all social networks. E D D Y Baker. And then on Instagram. It's a, he's so ugly. Why is he so ugly? <laughs> Instagram, you can find me at Eduardo Pandetto. You know what I'm saying? I'm half Mexican. So, uh, plug you know to Shout to my Latinos, Latinas. Eduardo Pandetto. SoundCloud, Eddie Baker. Bones, where can the people find you online? Um, I got a uh, I got an eBay store. <laughs> I don't know why that's funny, but um, it's, it's called the uh, it's like Truck Nut Superstore back. It's back score. Is it a back? Is it under? It's an under, underscore. underscore underscore five. And don't get thrown off by like um like the truck novelty nuts like you know truck nuts yeah yeah I, I do do I dabble a little bit I do sell Custom those I do do painted truck nuts well they're not painted they're mm. iodized it's a, a big big science into it but mm. it's just truck nuts so that's it <laughs> that's where you can get it so I'll put I'm gonna I'm gonna put your Twitter at the beginning of the podcast just to spite you no it's at truck nuts with a Z so at truck nuts with a Z <laughs> oh yeah Twitter at truck nuts with a Z okay there you go. Uh, Elliot, since you became a part of this, tell people where they can find you online. At Elliot O'Connor for all the Sesh Hollow Water Boys info. That's very nice. Hit him up. Ewok. There you go. And then you guys have a YouTube channel that has a ton of content on it. That's uh, YouTube.com slash. We got separate YouTube. Oh, yeah. Everybody they're, has they're individual ones. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Eddie Baker 420. All their social media. Yeah. yeah. Twitter. I mean, if you guys are bored at home one day, just start YouTube searching these guys. Just search, you search, yeah. search, search us up and talk some shit. Find yeah. something you don't like. If you're, if you're 12 you minutes into a fucking audio interview about people you don't know, exactly. I don't think exactly. you even will get this far. You might have looked this up already. Not exactly. hearing this about <laughs> Or this might not even be. The, the guy in the room, Ben, ben he's yeah. going to hear this later and he's going to realize it's not usable. There's too no, much. No, he's, no, he's it's, it's too he's, much a little over here. He's and listening this, this now. It's not just going to get dropped. Ben. It's not going to come out. Ben. It's, it's not coming out. So There's, there's uh, probably a tad bit of reality to that, but I'm going to yell at him and be like, look, bro, make it work. And he's going to do surgery. Or just tell people it's a really edgy 
Yeah, this it's is a documentary. This is yeah, this is our first one that's going to have bad audio quality because usually we take pride in the fact that like everyone's like right on mic and like blah 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 no, blah. No, people blah. be like, "Oh, dude, Nardwar used to do this." You know the cassette, the amateur style. I love it. I love it. No, yeah, this is my VHS version podcast. I was going to say people you know start saying? doing yeah. it now like fucking using yeah. mics over exactly. here. Exactly. I'm just I'm just biting you guys' aesthetic right now. Anyway, my name is Lee. Some of you guys might know me as Intuition. You can follow me on Twitter at It's Intuition. Follow my man behind the boards, Ben Sh- Gym, making the shit sound buttery, except for today, where it's going to be fucking impossible. At- I got yeah. you, Ben Shim. I'm going to hit you with that follow in a second. <laughs> ben Shim, I'm following you right now. At I am database based with two Any S's. Any fucking banker, bitch. That's two man. S's. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> follow. <laughs> kind of neat. At that's kind of neat. YouTube.com slash that's kind of neat. Facebook.com slash kind of neat. Anyway, my name is Lee, and uh, this was the Sesh Hollow Water Boys, and this was kind of neat. Thank you.